stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm going solo again to to take a look at recent IPOs, the IPOs from 2019. Are they on sale? Should investors be looking at them again? Is this a buying opportunity? A lot of them have struggled. So I thought I'd take a look at it, and I wanted to thank a listener who sent me an email asking me to cover these stocks. Yes, we have an email address, so you can send in questions, uh, topics, ideas you want me to cover, because I look at all those emails and I'd like to get your ideas. So I'm thanking him. He knows who he is. I don't want to give out his name, Um, but this was a good idea because I've kind of been ignoring those IPOs because a lot of them uh, don't make any money. So that's not real interesting to me. But uh, some of the charts are looking a little more um, intriguing, let's just say. So I did think, you know, I needed to take a look and see what was happening with their earnings, what their track record is looking like now that they're public. Some have only gone public just literally like weeks ago. (laughs) And this we're recording at the end of October. So I'm talking like September 2019. But I did throw in one of the oldies in there. I I guess they're considered old now who went public last April. So they have a little more experience. And I thought I'd take a look at one of the slightly older IPOs. Uh, But we know that um, this year has been pretty hot for the IPOs. So I looked at what has been going on in the IPO market. So in 2018, there were 190 IPOs. And that was the highest amount of the previous five years. Um, 2014 was the peak, it appears, of this post-financial crisis cycle, so to speak. There were 275 in 2014. But then in 2015, it dropped down to 170. 2016 was was a much more difficult year for IPOs, probably because the manufacturing recession was going on. Stock market wasn't looking so good in 2016, at least until the election there in November. So a lot of those who were thinking about going IPO decided to kind of hold back. So just 105 in 2016. And then we got a boost back in 2017 as the market was looking better, 160 then. And then we got the corporate tax cuts and the stock market had that perfect year in 2017. Literally, I call it the perfect year market. And we had 190, as I said, in 2018. So what's it looking like in 2019 here? We're seeing a little bit of similar conditions that we saw in 2016 with that manufacturing recession, the ISM going below 50, which signals contraction. We don't have as big a pullback in the energy department, the energy industry, so that's good. But um, how's that impacting the IPOs here? Well, it looks like this year's actually going to be fairly strong. I took a look at Renaissance Capital's IPO page. They call themselves the IPO expert, 
and they have a lot of data that you can see for free on their site. Some is behind the paywall too, but uh, they have just the basic info on there. And they said that there's been 136 IPOs year to date in 2019. That is down 22.3% from a year ago, but it's not nearly anywhere close to 2016, which I said was 105 total. We're already at 136. So that's good. The most popular sector was a surprise to me. I was thinking, oh yeah, it's like got to be like tech technology and all that, but no, healthcare, healthcare is the most popular with 62 of the IPOs. So that's a big chunk. Almost half of the IPOs um, are from healthcare. But some of those, I took a look around kind of to see what those might be. And uh, there is a tech component to a lot of those, but they are healthcare companies with technology. So um, basically what you would think. Okay, so I wanted to take a look at some of these companies that uh, the listeners sent in and um, just kind of check in and see what they're doing. Okay, so the first one out the gate is called Fastly Inc. Fastly, F-S-L-Y is the ticker. And I had to go to all their investor relations pages to kind of see what it is these companies are doing. And I always like to see the descriptions they give themselves. So this one uh, operates an edge cloud platform that handles hundreds of billions of internet requests a day. So they went public in May 2019. So I guess this is one of the older ones actually now, now that we're in October. Uh, They've been around a little while Uh, Year-to-date, down 13.9% now. So they're below the IPO launch price. But in August, they had been uh, even lower than where they are right here. So they plunged down in August and then have rallied, and now they're down again. And that plunge in August was basically after they missed on their first earnings report. They had a loss of $0.16. The street was expecting, or Zach's consensus was $0.13. So uh, you you got a little bit of a sell-off there, but still back down year-to-date, like I said, down 13.9%. Now, they haven't reported earnings yet. They are reporting again on November 7th after the market closes, 2019. So for the year, I took a look at the earnings, and they're expected to lose $0.58 this year and then see some improvement next year with a loss of just 42 cents. So they have a market cap of 1.9 billion. So not one of the huge unicorn IPOs by any means, but they are in that hot cloud area and this platformy type area that um, a lot of investors love right now. But this one may be on sale. You might want to, as I always say, tune in, tune into those conference calls to find out what's going on behind the scenes and if those earnings are going to keep improving there. Okay, so moving on, Smile Direct Club is the second company, SDC. Now, this one is much better known. I even know of it, even though I haven't been following it, and on their Website, they describe themselves as a direct-to-consumer med tech platform for transforming smiles. Basically, they sell the clear orthodontic aligners through the mail. And they are kind of controversial. A lot of state regulators are starting to look at them because uh, they're claiming they're practicing dentistry without having any dentists because 
you consult with a dentist or something over online or you never actually go see one. I don't know, but it has a lot of issues around that. And then um, recently they disclosed that they were suing the California Dental Board after there was a series of coordinated raids on the company's smile shops in California. Those raids actually happened last year in May 2018. And so they're suing them. And um, this one, recent IPO, September 2019. So we're about to get their first earnings report on November 12th. What the analysts are looking for is a loss of $1.18 this year and then a loss of only $0.18 next year. But given that they're just a recent IPO, we barely have any estimates in for them yet. So we're going to need at least this earnings report and a lot more data before we get a lot more of the analyst coverage and information. Now, what are the shares doing after that IPO? So they're down almost 30% off that IPO now. So this is one you might want to keep on your list, listen in, um, try to see what's happening with the regulations and stuff because there is this dental um, industry issue with this company. Market cap is $4.5 billion. So this isn't a real small IPO here. This is, um, I wouldn't call it one of the unicorns either, but this is on the bigger side here. So that's Smile Direct Club SDC. And then moving on to um, another one that I had not heard of, Ping Identity. The ticker is PING, P-I-N-G. They also went public in September 2019. So this is a newbie. And what they do is uh, PING, in, they have a PING intelligent identity platform. So another platformy type company, which allows customers to access to cloud, mobile, and um, just all of the tech kind of platform things you need while you manage, it says managing identity and profile data at scale. <laughs> so um, I was a little dubious when I clicked on this one, but then I saw, wait, they're profitable. How could that be? I thought most of these were not profitable that I was going to be covering. Um, so that was encouraging. Yes, they're expected to make 35 cents here in 2019 a positive 35 cents and then 27 cents in 2020, but they're too new too to get all the data coming in. So you might want to check in on their first earnings report, which is going to be November 13th after the market closes to find out more. They have a smaller market cap here. They're a small cap at 1.3 billion. So this one is kind of under the radar maybe with a lot of investors, but the shares are down. So it's looking a little more attractive it does have a PE because it's got those earnings of 48.5 right here. So this is definitely one um, you, you're, you're going to want to listen in on and see what's happening with this first earnings call. So exciting that we have someone who's profitable. Okay, and then switching over to the next company, which is also profitable, InMode is the name, I-N capital M-O-D-E. And the ticker is I-N as in Nancy, M as in Mary, D, I-N-M-D. They have a market cap of only a billion as well, but this one shares are hot, up 133% year to date. 
Um, when did they go IPO? This is going to be their first report. How can I not write down when they went IPO? It's recent, though, since this is only their first report. So even more impressive that they're up 133% here after just going IPO. So now what do they do? What's so hot about them? Um, okay, so this is what it says on their website. InMode develops, manufactures, and markets devices harnessing novel radio frequency, RF, based devices that strive to enable new emerging surgical procedures as well as improve existing treatments. Now, I looked around on their website and a lot of the examples were basically in like plastic surgery, dermatology. So you can look good without going under the knife, basically. And as we know, with all the selfies going on, People are investing in things like Botox or in these other procedures that give you better looking skin or, um, you know, just better looking. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. They also list body contouring, wrinkle treatments, and skin tightening. And they just held a company event for doctors not too long ago out in California. And they said Paula Abdul is their new brand man. Uh, ambassador. That's Paula Abdul. So you can kind of see what their product is. They too are profitable. So earnings expected to be $1.38 this year and $1.55 next year. We only have one analyst on this one though so far, but they're new. So that could change. But small cap stocks, you don't get a lot of analysts on the small caps. I took a look at sales too, because with those nice earnings, um, I thought, wow, sales probably must be seeing a little spike here. And analysts expect sales to be up 47% this year to $147 million. And then 2020, up another 25% to $185 million. So this is a growth uh, type stock. It has a PE of 22.6, which isn't all that bad for a growth stock and considering the shares are now up 133% off that IPO. So this is a, an intriguing one. There's a lot of, oh, well, there's a couple other smaller companies that are also kind of in this space, which is like the wellness, beauty, um, area that I've liked a lot that I've talked about in prior podcasts, but I'm always interested in a new one. And again, this one reports again on November 5th before the market opens. So if you're interested in this space, you're going to want to tune in to see what their first earnings report looks like. Um, I know I will be keeping it on my list of stocks to, to watch. And then we're going to we're going to finish up with one of the oldies that I promised. Now, this wasn't on the list that the um person who wrote in asked about, but I've kind of been intrigued about this one and it is one of the unicorns that went IPO this year. So it's Pinterest, P I N S is the ticker, and they went IPO all the way back long time ago now in April of 2019. And these shares uh, kind of had like a seesaw ride since they went IPO. They were up as much as 50% as soon as the summer when they had a real good earnings report in there and there was a lot of optimism. But they the shares have sold off again and now they're up just 4.3% year to date. So not back below that IPO price, not yet, but um, you're getting them at a much better buying opportunity than you were in the summer when they were up so 
so big. But what do their earnings look like? So they are still not profitable, expected to lose 11 cents here in 2019. That's not too awful, right? 11 cents. Um, and then 2020, some of the analysts right now, and we have four estimates on this company, they're expecting to maybe see a penny in profit in 2020. So this is going to be definitely one to watch of the bigger unicorns. And I thought that their description of what it is they do is kind of interesting as well. Um, so this is off their website. They are a visual discovery engine people use to find inspiration for their lives, including recipes, home and style ideas, travel destinations, and more. And they also mentioned that 200 billion pins have been saved now. Wow, 200 billion pins. I know I'm one of those. Um, I love going on there and I always get sucked in uh, for several hours. I look up <laughs> like, wait, what's happened? I missed the whole, the whole day has gone by. Um, but Pinterest loves that, right? I don't know what the average time is on the site. I would have to go look. I should tune into their conference call to find out. But it's got to be pretty long, I believe, because um, once you get on there, it's hard to get off. So that's also one I'm going to be watching. They haven't reported yet, but they are reporting uh, this week, October 31st on Halloween after the market closed. This is going to be their third report since the IPO. I think they beat once, missed once. That's not unusual for new IPOs to kind of have like a rocky start here as everybody gets used to each other, the analysts and management having to go out there and make these public declarations. But uh, there's a lot of IPO companies, as I said, that aren't profitable but you're looking for the turnaround, right? You're looking for the earnings to be going in the right direction, at least, even if they're still losing, um, having negative earnings, at least maybe not as bad as the year before or as the quarters before. So that's kind of what I've been looking at. And um, there's just a lot going on in the IPO area. And you know, just because you didn't get in right when it launched, a lot of times you can get in at a better price at a later time. So that's something to keep in mind. I mean, I think Facebook is probably the, one of the biggest examples of that uh, because those shares really sold off after the IPO and you were able to get in much cheaper before they took off again. So it doesn't happen every time, but it's worth it to be patient and to have some discipline on some of these IPOs, especially this year, which has, again, been a little bit rockier than some of the years we've seen in the past, at least in terms of the returns of what's happening with these companies after they go public. So Keep that in mind and uh, let's recap the stocks, these recent IPOs that I covered so that you can monitor all of them while they're reporting earnings. So we had Fastly, F-S-L-Y, that's the cloud platform. Then we had Smile Direct, which is SDC, which does the orthodontic aligners. And then we had Ping Identity, which is one of the uh, profitable ones that does the identity platform. Let's just call it ping is the ticker P I N G. Then we had in mode, which is the, um, look better device company. <laughs> let's just say I N M D is the ticker with that one. And then we had Pinterest, the visual discovery engine, that you get addicted to, which is P-I-N-S. And I see that basically none of these companies have reported earnings yet this earnings season. 
So it's a good opportunity to go check them out if you're listening to this um, in real time in the in the first week that it comes out here in October of 2019. But if you're not, if you're listening to it later, be sure still to check in on these companies because they will have reported already and you're going to get a slew of good information, especially for a couple of them that have reported at least one time already, you're going to start to see some patterns developing. So be sure to tune in on those conference calls because a lot can be said on there. And also just from the questions that the analysts are asking these newly public companies and the tone of management, basically you get a lot of good info. So you want to be sure to subscribe here because I'm going to be covering more topics like this with uh, hopefully some guests as we go forward, as we head to towards the end of 2019. It always gets a little more exciting at the end of the year as we see what worked and what didn't throughout the year and what kind of opportunities there may be for stock investors heading into 2020. And it's sure to be an interesting one as it always is. So be sure to subscribe. You can get us a lot of places now, but Spotify is booming and they just had a good earnings report thanks to not just the music side, but these podcasts. So Find us on Spotify, Zach's Market Edge, and you can also get us on Apple, of course, on Apple Podcasts, also at Zach's Market Edge, and um, you can get us on SoundCloud, and I know a lot of you are already over there on SoundCloud, but be sure to get us somewhere, and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identify and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.